0: What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Fulfillment Podcast. I'm your host, Josh. We help discover a better you, finding fulfillment in life, relationships, and finance. In this episode, I want to talk about manifesting your dreams and bringing your dreams into reality. I've had a few questions, not a lot, but a few questions. Talking about dreams, uh, asking dreams if they're real. Do they have some truth? Do they tangent fire or whatever do they translate into your life at any point do they mean anything your dreams and i'll tell you just through what i've read i've read a few different books on stuff kind of like this if you guys listen power versus force that's one that definitely declares a lot of stuff about uh your subconscious and your ability to kind of translate what's going on in the back of your mind and bringing that into the forefront of what's happening in your conscious or in your active awareness of what's happening in your day-to-day life And while that gets super esoteric, it does talk about dreams, and it talks about what your subconscious is and the power your subconscious has, and a lot of it we don't totally understand. Um, At least for the most part, right? This book really—he does a really, really good job at uh, at describing it and really, you know, talking in in depth about everything that it means. But we don't do a good job, I think, just in general, of understanding kind of what the subconscious is and what our our power is that we have in the thoughts that we control, right? Our mind is the most powerful organ in our body, it controls everything we do, think, and feel. And if you can look at that and how that translates into the future, there's a lot of power there, especially when you talk to people that have kind of sacrificed everything, given it their all, and then it's all worked out, right? It all started as a thought. Talk like Tony Robbins um, and, and a lot of those guys, um, Dan Billagino, uh, Andy Frisella, stuff like that, right? They all talk about how you have the power everything starts as a thought and then translates from there really what they're saying is your subconscious the the brain the mind the the subconscious the piece of the mind that is active and really controlling the truth of what we believe is constantly making decisions for us whether we believe it or not so whether we acknowledge it or not is our conscious whether we know what's happening or our gut feeling kind of stuff that's our subconscious that's what they say is the the connection to the higher self or the connection to your your spirit self or um you know the christians and stuff will call it god so that's kind of that's where everything wraps up so when we talk about dreams and we get into dreams and how they relate into reality do they connect reality do they show anything that's happening i'll tell you something that uh i'll give you a couple examples on things that i personally experienced with this but what it is, is dreams. And, and this comes from a lot of Aaron Doughty's stuff and uh, Master Siri Kashna, um, Buddhist. They talk about a lot of stuff like this. Aaron's not a Buddhist, but he he talks in this very esoteric mind that he's one that does a really good job in breaking down power versus force. But what your, your dream, your subconscious mind, when you're dreaming, you are living in that subconscious almost as a reality. It's almost like your conscious and your subconscious combine. And when you're in the dream state, that's when your your conscious accepts your subconscious as reality. Whereas when you're awake, your conscious is interacting with the physical environment around you. While your subconscious is still, you know, it's, it's in the background, but you may not be aware of it. And for the most part, I'd say nearly most everybody is unaware of the power or the fact that their subconscious is, is active, except for dreaming, right? We all, we all acknowledge that dreams happen. Dreams are a reality; they're there. And when you when you do dream, when you have that connection, you start to see kind of what your subconscious is feeling. Now, when you have like nightmares and stuff, and you have bad dreams, that's when you are subconsciously connected to negative energy, negative thoughts, negative emotions that are con- happening in your in your conscious life in your life. When you have uh, good dreams, happy dreams, you know, dreams where you, you think about love or you think about people you love. Those dreams are te- technically when you're in kind of like um, a synch- synchronicity or you're in alignment with where you're supposed to be. You're in vibrational alignment with, with your life and where you're supposed to be. And that's why you're having these positive thoughts. You're having positive energy. You have all this stuff because you're connected. You're where you're supposed to be. So kind of diving into that, um, I'll give a couple examples of what I've had just in my life and kind of how that translates to what actually happens in real life. Uh, Just a few weeks ago, um, I know I always talk about kind of the the marriage that I had and then that first relationship where I I felt like I I truly found that love but I was not where I needed to be and it broke off. Uh, It gave me the energy and the motivation to really come back to get to where I'm at now today um, and and push myself to be able to rediscover that. But in order to do that, you have to grow, right? So it really taught me a lot of things that I needed to do. Well, that relationship, so just a few weeks ago, uh, I've been having these dreams. I had about three days in a row where I had some pretty intense dreams uh, One was and I, I told my, my little sister. I have three younger sisters I told my oldest one her and I talk about this uh, every so often She's got three little ones now, but I talked with her and this was back when uh, a lot of the stuff in the, the election The US election was uh, gearing up and getting pretty uh, heated and intense a lot of people um, Obviously, I, I'm, I'm very conservative I believe, you know, in personal choice and freedom, and, and a lot of that stuff. So, the uh, I was getting a lot of heat, right, from a lot of people on the left. A lot of the people on the left are super aggressive, uh, very hostile. So, I was getting a lot of heat, and I just felt like this. This kind of like started connecting into my subconscious, into my, into my dreams. And I told my little sister about a couple of these dreams, but I remember one very vividly. And I was at like a pool party, and uh, what happened was. Is all of a sudden, I had this this feeling, right? This intuition that something was was wrong at the bottom of this party, at the bottom of the pool, and uh, nobody else was paying attention or anything, right? Everybody was just having fun, drinking, you know, hanging up, barbecue, you know, just just chilling. And I had this weird feeling, and kind of where I'm at in life, I know that if I have this gut feeling about something, then I'm going to act on it. I'm going to do it because I've I've learned not to resist these these feelings because I know. It's myself, my higher self, telling me that I need to act or I need to do something. So I was at this pool party, and I had this feeling that something was going on at the bottom of the pool. Now, I'm a pretty good swimmer. I you know, went to states and stuff all, a whole bunch of times in uh, high school. I still swim, not competitively anymore, but I do swim uh, just to stay fit and stay active. I live at a pretty high elevation, so there's very little oxygen up here. So the fact that I swim, I think, keeps me in really good cardio shape. So pretty confident swimmer. Uh, so I dove in. And I knew I had to get to the bottom of this pool. Well, when I dove in, I realized the pool was way deeper than than what we thought, right? It was, it's, it's kind of weird. It's one of those dream things where things don't really happen to scale. Um, it was just looked like a normal pool. And then you dive in, of course, and it's super deep. So this pool was 16, 20 feet deep or something. And at the bottom, there were uh, two groups of kids. And it was almost like they were anchored down. There was nothing anchoring them down, but it, it, it had that illusion that they were stuck. And there were two groups, two groups of three kids. And I'd say these kids were anywhere from... I don't know, maybe two to six years old. So not, not not like very old, but they were essentially drowning, right? And I knew that it was up to me at that moment that I had to save them. And the illusion was that this pool was deep enough to where I could either stay where I'm at and I'd be fine. Or I could go down and kind of like risk my own life and run out of air, but I could get these kids up. And I, I swam down. I got down to the first group of kids and I was, I was kind of running out of air a little bit. And I just would grab them kind of by like their feet and ankles and push them up as I stood on the ground on the bottom of the pool and I'd push them up so that they could at least get to the surface and I did that with the first three kids boom 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 threw them up and then I swam over to the other ones which weren't really close but I swam over to the other ones at this point I was pretty much out of air I was like I was you know dying at this point but I knew I had to get these kids up so I, I did the same thing I pushed all three kids up um, the last one, as I pushed that last kid up, I shot up off the ground grabbed two of them by the hands and then pulled them as high as I could. And I was pretty much like out at this point, uh, came to the surface and all the family and everybody was freaking out. They were pulling the kids out of the pool. And I remember I, I blacked out for a second and then I woke up and I saw all these people pulling, you know, pulling these kids out of the pool and they were super like concerned and obviously like loving their, their kid. They're like, Oh my God, I, you know, I'm glad you're okay. And that's what I remember the scene looking like. And then I got out of the pool and just kind of, like, vanished. I kind of just, like, that Homer Simpson kind of fade into the bush meme kind of thing. So I kind of, like, disappeared as the ambulances and stuff were showing up, and I I disappeared. And I just remember, like, the news headline seeing a TV or something in a storefront, and it was, like, uh, random stranger saves, you know, kids drowning in the bottom of the pool. And that was the dream. That was it. And I told my sister this, and I'm, like, I don't know what this means, but I feel super called to preparing myself for something bigger and it was interesting because that next morning at the gym i I was able to like just i went hard like i mean hard hard because i felt this calling that i i needed to do something and prepare myself for something that may take everything that i've got and i i don't know where that went but it did it it gave me this emotional sense of something bigger is coming for you you need to prepare yourself and you need to be ready um, I'll give you another example too. So the next one, uh, this one I remember. So this is unique that remember that girl that I was talking about right previously. And, uh, that was the first relationship out of the divorce. And, uh, I felt like that was, that was kind of like the person that I was supposed to be with now, whether that's true or not, I don't, I don't know. But regardless that, that emotion, that feeling right. was there. And, uh, in this, in this dream, I was at my sister's place. Now she lives in California uh, her and her husband uh, live in California. They got three little ones now, so I think uh, they have a brand newborn, um, just a couple months old. Uh, even even if that, yeah, a couple months old. And then they have like a two year old and a four year old or something, right? So it's a very very young family. Um, and I went. I was at their place. It was like for a holiday or something. It was like a, a Thanksgiving or or a Christmas holiday. And there wasn't there wasn't a lot of people there, so it wasn't like my whole family there. It was almost like me and them. And then I had, I had a wife at the time. And in, in this dream, it was, it was this girl from this relationship. So from that, that relationship that I was in right out, right after the divorce the person, I felt like I was supposed to be with, it was her. And we were together and we had a, a son. Now my son was about a year, maybe two years old enough to where he could walk and, uh, you know, dad and, and stuff like that. And it was kind of cool because he, <laughs> he came up to me and, uh, it was almost like him and I were in this like little secret kind of we're going to get get away with something. Right. He brought me a candy bar and pretty much was like, can I have this? Um, and it was, it was before dinner time. So we, you know, we were getting like, we'll say it was Thanksgiving. It really had a hard like Thanksgiving cause we were like preparing a turkey and getting dinner and all this stuff and everybody was doing stuff. Um, this girl, this particular girl really liked to cook and, uh, and she was, you know, very active, like in the kitchen and doing stuff. So she was, she was kind of doing that. And, uh, my little son came up to me and he's like, can I have this? And and he brought me the little candy bar and, uh, and I opened it up and unwrapped it for him. And I kind of said, I said, Shh, you know, don't, don't tell mommy, <laughs> you know, don't tell mom. And yeah, he had a hat on his head. So I, I took his hat off. I put the candy bar on his head and I put the hat back on his head. And I said, don't tell mom, you got to go eat it in secret. And she was standing. It's kind of funny. Cause she was standing right there. Um, and the, the relationship we had, it was very like, it's us against the world kind of thing so it was it was like the two of us are on the same page so she was standing right there and she was kind of like watching this just kind of in that like motherly like oh this is so cute kind of thing um but she was standing there and she was kind of like watching and she was smiling you know during this and i told him i said don't tell mom and i put it on his head put the candy bar on his head put the hat on his head and i said go eat it in your room hurry up and he turned around and he ran back in uh, in one of the bedrooms to to go eat the candy bar right and, uh, and that, was, that was pretty much the dream, right? After that, he turned around and ran away, um, and, and that was it. That was pretty much the ultimate of what I remember, the dream. Now, here's where things get interesting. Because, right, so that somehow we, we, we associate that with the subconscious. Now, if you listen to Master uh, Assyria Kashina, Master is just his, his ranking or his rating, but um, he's a monk, and what he, what he does is he obviously he understands and studies a lot of this stuff. And he talks about how when you have these feelings and you have these emotions and these things, you know, like come into your life, you're getting, you're in that vibrational frequency is what's happening. Your mind is thinking that way and energy can never be created nor destroyed. So what that means is when, when you're having these emotions, right? So your subconscious is having these emotions of this dream, what emotions are, it's energy in motion. So you're feeling these things in there and it's the energy, but it's being acted out. So this energy is. It's having an action towards it. So that's that's why you're feeling this emotion. Now, when you're doing this, you're not you're not making something up that doesn't exist. This exists somewhere. And it's whether or not it's up to you to make certain decisions, right? Each each life, if you think about like a spider diagram or, um, or a graph or something, it's where every time there's a decision point, you can go either left or right. It's either a yes or no, right? It's a flow chart kind of. And it's up to us if we get to that reality or if we take a different reality. And in the dreams, your subconscious, when you connect with these things, you're 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 seeing different realities that exist. So you're seeing different realities, and based on decisions we make, determine if that reality comes to fruition or not. And this is all, this is all stuff, right? That that he teaches and, and talks about. Um, a lot of stuff is in his YouTube videos. He's got a couple of books, but regardless, this is all different like realities you're connecting into and you make decisions determining on which reality you go to just like the flow chart right did you do this yes then you're here if you did this no then you're here okay so it's like you're taking different paths and what that means is you're connecting to a reality so it's almost like i was seeing a reality in in your dream right you're seeing a certain reality and it may be a reality that that will come true or it may be a reality that does not come true but that's that's up to decision making and that's up to things that happen uh, based on your your conscious, right? Based on your conscious life and the conscious decisions you make in your reality, so you're you're connecting with these. It's a vibrational frequency. So in this dream, I was connecting with a vibrational frequency of me and this this girl having like a family and having a life, right? So so it's a strong connection. Now he believes and he he talks about how in the training and in their studies and stuff and and when they go through all their their schooling and their learning. I'll say schooling, but they, they study up in the Himalayas, right? That's where the monks um, study their stuff, and that's where they train and, and, and teach each other. And he says when you do that, you you connect vibrationally, right? You're connecting on the same frequency. And what that means is if you're feeling or thinking about somebody, you're having thoughts or you're having these emotions towards them, what you're doing is you're you're resonating this frequency to them. Now, where this gets super, super, super interesting is... That next day, so you would say I was vibrationally connecting with whoever this girl was. I was vibrationally connecting with her and and putting this energy out there. Now, it's up to her to either accept or, or ignore it. However, that next day, and I mean, like, the, the morning I woke up, um, I had this dream. I talked to my sister about it. I told her, I was like, hey, so get this. This is the person that was in my dream. This is what the dream was about. This is what happened. Um... Again, I'm not sure. And this was, this was just a day after, you know, the first one with the kids in the pool and stuff. She's like, wow, you're having a lot of dreams about children, you know, children and families and stuff. Um, she's like, I wonder what that means. And I said, yeah, I don't, I don't know. But the next day, after I talked to my sister, went to the gym, you know, started doing my stuff and was working and whatnot, I got a text message from that girl. Now, I haven't talked to this person in shit, probably a year, maybe two years, right? I haven't talked to her in a very, very long time. It's, it's not something that happens. Right. Um, but she reached out and she's like, Hey, listen, I, I heard your podcast. Uh, listened to a couple episodes, you know, this and that. And she's like, it's super powerful stuff. Love the way, you know, you've, you've heard of this and stuff. Love the way you take away what you have from our relationship. And she's like, uh, you know, nothing crazy, but just more or less like, Hey, I hear your podcast. It's good stuff. Um, super appreciative and humbled by the way you, you take everything. Uh, So, moral of the story, or kind of like what I'm getting to, is something happened in her subconscious at the same time to where she felt compelled, or at least that thought was in the back of her mind, to where she then reached out. And uh, Eric Ho talks about this in his shows, right? Or uh, Siri Koshna—that's what you know his his master rating name is now. But he talks about that, and he says you have these frequencies that you give out. When you connect with people, like they feel the same thing, whether they realize it or not, right? You don't have to acknowledge it, but it's happening. And you have this this thought process. So if you ever think about somebody or something's coming up randomly in the back of your mind, think about that. And there's a possibility, there's a strong chance and I say it's it's happening, but somebody is that person or somebody is thinking about you. And it's it's very 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 interesting when you start understanding that we're all connected and we all share these similar powers. Now in that power comes in it's just it's it's interesting to think right that that night i have that dream the next morning that that very person who i haven't talked to in several years reaches out and sends me a text saying hey i, I heard your show there's you you almost have to be oblivious to deny that something is happening that's something in the in the background that maybe we don't even understand is going on it's i think it's super powerful so when people ask do your dreams have a connection to reality do your dreams have any any sort of power with what's actually going on in life I, I do i genuinely think yes something is going on there was a uh there was a dream that i had back uh back as a kid I was, I was very young probably around 10 years old and uh and i described it to my mother we were at a house and uh it was me and obviously my little sisters and stuff and we were on some sort of weird family vacation but we went to this house And I I described where there was a a fish tank in the house, and I described where there was, um, like, in one of the bathrooms, there was a double vanity, and it was facing a certain direction, and it had this certain type of wallpaper. Uh, I I described the house was, you know, kind of nestled back in the woods. It had a dirt turnaround driveway in the front, and the garage was off to a certain side. And I kind of described how you can walk through the garage, and there was a fish tank before you walked in through the garage door there was a little mudroom after that. And then you walked into the living room, the kitchen was off to the right. You know, so I, I had a lot of detail that I could describe from this image and I can still picture it in my head, right? I can still picture this dream very vividly. And I remember I told my mom about this and I said, Hey mom, this is, this is a an interesting dream I had. I don't know what, what it is, but I, I, I was at this house yesterday in, in my head in, my, in the dream. We were all there and we were visiting, you know, grandma and grandpa on my mom's side. And this is what the house looked like. And, uh, we'd, we'd never been to that house. I'd never seen that house in my, in my real life. And my mom's reaction was almost ghostly. She almost had like a ghostly reaction. Like her face got white and she was, uh, kind of like really, really, really taken back. And it was like, okay, what about like, what, what is it? And she said, that's my parents' house. You've never been there. I was there with you when I was pregnant with you. That was the last time I was ever there they've, you know, they, they've since don't live in that house anymore. And, uh, it was super interesting. It was crazy because I essentially connected through my mother, through that subconscious. I, I picked up on the vibrational energy and I kind of like inherited that and, and brought that into fruition. Um, now I don't, I don't know what the connection was or any of that stuff, but the the power behind understanding that there is power behind vibrational frequencies, your dreams do connect to reality and, some sort of way that just through the, the energy itself. And I think more than anything, understanding that the energy of the mind, the power that you have in your mind, while we think it may be woo-woo, crazy, you know, shit, it's not it's, it's, it's so real that we almost don't even understand it. And that's why I think God is so elusive to everybody and the concept of like the universe and his vibrational frequencies and the power to manifest things is so elusive to us. And it seems so crazy almost like conspiracy theory level because we we don't understand it. It's not something that we can actually like grasp and show unless you open your mind and allow this to become a reality. Cuz what if, right? Just just look at look at this for a minute and let's just say you accept it, right? Let's just say you accept that this is reality and this is true. That that you can think things and you can bring things to to reality, you know, you think about it, you bring it into your thought, you act on it and you you, you get the the resistance to to making that work, you get it out of your life. What most likely happens, well, you actually end up manifesting exactly what it is that you wanted. Think about if you're trying to buy a car, right? You think about this red Lamborghini, let's call it, and you want to get this red Lamborghini, and that's the thing that you you just you think about, and you want to make it happen. Now, what are the three steps? Think, act, and then remove resistance. So you think about it, you think about what you want, you think about you know how you're gonna get it, and all this stuff, and then you act. You act like kind of as if you already have it, right? So you're making decisions and you're doing things and stuff like you're already living the life as if you have the Lamborghini. And that would probably result in you owning a business. Maybe you're, you're crushing it in your business. You're crushing it, getting clients, you're hiring staff, you're growing, you're scaling and all that stuff. Right. And then you remove resistance. Maybe you get the negative you know, friends out of your life that just want to play video games all the time, or they just want to lounge around, you know, smoke pot and never do anything productive. You know, you get, you get rid of those people and now all of a sudden your life starts changing. You start putting yourself into the state where all of a sudden that Lamborghini in you know a year or two or three years, boom, it's in your life. Like you go and you purchase it, and you're like, "Holy shit, this is what it looks like. This is what manifesting all those things that I thought about look like." So when we ask the question if our dreams have power, if our dreams connect, and if our dreams are something that uh, we in in real terms can connect with right can bring to fruition if it's got any sort of relevance to our life i I'd, I'd challenge you to think that way i challenge you to look at things in the sense of you have vibrational match you have a vibrational frequency look at all the times where your dreams have connected to something and they may not directly correlate to something but they may have some sort of inner conflict where your subconscious is thinking about something and you're bringing that into reality in your conscious it's it's like it's like you're, you're connecting with it in your deepest state. They call it your, uh, your theta wave state when you're sleeping. And when you do that, whatever you have in your mind at that time, that's the most powerful frequency and powerful energy you can put out is when you're in that theta state. And when you do that, you connect with these things and you, you bring those to it. And whatever is your subconscious, whatever you are in your subconscious is what comes to reality in your, in your conscious. And when you start to understand that, when you start to connect these dots, when you start to bring these things together, you start to realize and open your mind. That's when, you're, that's when you become open, right? You're getting from that closed state to the open state. That's when you start opening your mind to all these things becoming possibilities, to becoming a reality. Now, this happens both ways, and that's why it's very, very, very not dangerous, but you kind of have to be careful, right? Because... People look and they're like, oh, with my luck, you know, you hear people say that with my luck, that'll never happen. Well, what you're doing is you're, you're programming, right? You're, you're priming your subconscious that you'll never get whatever it is you're doing. And then what happens? Then, then you, you fulfill that. I'll never win the lottery. Well, have you won the lottery? Nope. Uh, are you training yourself to think that way? Yeah, you are. So it's it's not going to happen if you do that. Now, if you get to the point where you do genuinely believe in your gut and you're in the bottom of your heart that something's gonna happen, then it does. When you when you uh, when you when you have your friends over and you plan on going out, we'll say you're going out to the bar or whatever, as you get in the cab and you start to drive to the to the bar or to the club or to the restaurant or whatever, do you ever question that you're gonna make it there? You don't, do you? You kind of just know like once you get in it, like you're gonna make it. you it it's not like it's not like the car's going to get derailed. It's not like you're going to get super lost. It's not like something crazy is going to happen. Like, you're going to get there. And there's almost no question in your mind that that's going to happen. And what happens? Well, you do. You end up making it, right? Now, what if you got in that cab and you're like, there is no way in hell we are getting to this place. And you genuinely, like, believe that. What happens is, well, then you wouldn't, right? You wouldn't end up making it. And here's why. What happens is in the bottom of our heart, right? We believe to be true what we, what we feel. And it's based on previous experience. So so there's almost like you question like, well yeah, Joshua, well, no shit. Like if, if I'm in if I've been in the cab and I, I'm not gonna get to New York, like I don't think I'm going to make it to New York. Like that's not the plan. That's not where I'm going. No, it's not. Because your previous experience has told you that's that's not gonna happen. Now if you had this belief, this gut feeling, you're like, Man, I really think we're gonna make it to New York City You're like, What the hell? Yeah, you know, I live in Nebraska. There's no way I'm gonna make it here. Well, maybe. You had some experience where you know that you're actually going to get a surprise trip on a private aircraft that's going to be chartered from the nearest airport in Nebraska cuz your friends are actually surprising you and you got in on the on the deal. You you saw somebody's text message or something and you saw that that's what's happening. Then you would start believing that that's actually going to happen. It's it's almost it's almost hard to wrap your head around, but if you can do it, if you can understand it, then you start seeing how things happen. And that's what happens with your subconscious. In the dream state, in the state of wave state, is when you start believing things, when you start understanding it, when your mind is telling you exactly what's going to happen, and you start accepting that as the reality, and you start understanding that as the reality, that's when the things start connecting. Like, I I saw this person, right? I saw this girl in my dream, and I genuinely believed that that was going to happen, like, I don't know, that, that, that reality, that she was still uh, something that was in my life and sure fucking shit right she messaged me came out of the blue out of nowhere right there's no reason to text me or call me or anything right she could have just kept doing whatever she's doing and life would have been fine nobody needs to talk to anybody there's no like going back right history's written like there's there's nothing we need to go back for but she felt compelled enough that she sent the message and you know so be it that's what happens but it's because something brought her to the point where that thought came into her head. She was somehow called. she found the show, she listened to an episode, she heard something, she thought enough things, and she felt connected enough to where that happened. Now, was there anything I did? No, I don't don't advertise the show, I barely tell anybody. I've only recently started putting it on my own personal personal profile to start kind of like telling people, because I get a lot of personal messages from people on my own profile, not on the show's profile. Um, so just trying to kind of like get the message out there to, to help answer any questions that people may have. So I I do that. And I think that happened enough times. I mean, we're not even like friends anymore on any of these social platforms. So somehow something got out and it got around to her and it worked and that's what happened. But I think like there is something that happens that goes on that we don't understand in our subconscious and we have to be able to open our mind and open our head and, and understand that, when you start accepting these things and when you start realizing that, you know what, maybe this does happen and I'm just going to accept it and I'm going to start acting that way. You start opening your mind to the possibility of so much greater opportunity that you can open up and accept into your life. Your life changes for the good and and forever too. It changes forever for the good. So hope you guys take a little bit away from this. Hopefully you take a lot away from this. But I think this is something that's, that's pretty powerful and it's really good. If you can wrap your head around it, if you can get behind it, if you understand it, right? Then it's going to be something that's going to drastically change your life. And it's going to do it for the better too. So that's what this all is about, right? It's about waking yourself up, finding your your subconscious, um connecting the two and just understanding that these things are real and this stuff does happen. And it's nothing to uh to be afraid or ashamed of or anything like that. Just go out there and talk it cuz you know what? This is your life you're living. Your life to become the best version of you. Because you are the one seeking out genuine happiness. Not anybody else. This is not a community project. This is your life. You want to become the best version of you. So you can attract all the best things. And spread the joy. So hope you guys take a lot away from this. Like always. Make sure you uh, like, subscribe, and share. If you took some value away from the show. Make sure you guys share it. And give it to somebody else that you think could also take something away. Um, As always, fulfillment underscore podcast. If you want to send me any direct DMs. I don't recommend you go straight to my profile. Unless you know me personally. But Um, go to the podcast show, uh, follow there and always send me a DM if you guys have some feedback or some questions, or if there's anything you guys want to know a little bit more about. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll see you in the next one. See ya.